You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This one, season one, episode 46. We're calling it Schwarber's Tacos because Crowley, the World Series is underway. Two games are in the books, Friday and Saturday down in Houston. And let's get into it. What happened? Well, game one, my MVP pick, Justin Verlander versus Aaron Nola. You warned me. You said Justin Verlander had never won a World Series game. He is one, he is, there's only one other pitcher in the history of baseball to pitch in a World Series, start in a World Series game in three different decades. The other one being Roger Clemens. And so I'm thinking to myself, this, this is his time, right? So they're playing in Houston and Houston strikes first. They scored two runs in the first. They, a Kyle Tucker solo home run included, then three in the second, as Kyle Tucker does it again, a three-run blast. And before you know it, the Strohs are up 5 nothing, and Justin Verlander is dealing. He's got a no-hitter going in the fourth inning. He gets the first guy out, but then Reese Hoskins hits a single with one out. JT Real Muto lines out, and then Harper singles. Now... At this point here, Hoskins should have scored on that Harper single. That was a bizarre one. Should have. But then Castellanos comes through clutch. He singles, and that makes it five to two. Alex Bohm doubles to score Harper and Castellanos uh, to cut the Houston's lead even more. So at this point, this is this is the mistake here, right? So the mistake here. So it's five to three. You, you, you now have Verlander who struggled through a lot of pitches in that fourth inning, and you saw that he lost control of the fastball. And like I talked about in the last podcast, Dusty, you know, he's one of those ride-or-die guys with his guys. And I know Justin Verlander is a future Hall of Famer, no doubt about it, first ballot, et cetera, et cetera. But he lets him out there in the fifth, and then the very first batter, Brandon Marsh, doubles. Now, I don't know about you, Dustin. At that point in time, I pull him. Absolutely. But out. You know, Get him doesn't. Out. doesn't. And so Schwarber walks, Reese Hoskins pops out, then JT Real Muto doubles, Marsh and Schwarber score, and the game is tied at five. So down five nothing to the mighty Houston Astros. The Phillies don't care. They roar back. Bottom of the seventh, or no, top of the seventh, let me just tell you, nobody called this one, right? Kyle Schwarber steals a base, which means that everybody in the United States gets a free taco. Now, I am not a gambling man, Dustin, but I wonder what the prop bet was going to be on that, who is going to get the first steal wow. of the World Series and what Kyle Schwarber would have paid. Yeah, it would have paid It would have paid a lot. It's not even something that really gets talked about. I wonder, I wonder Crowley, if it's even something that you, um, that you could bet. Um, but yeah, it, it was pretty, pretty remarkable that he was able to steal that base. But again, that's so like typical Kyle, right? I mean, nobody expects it. He steps up big in these, in these, in these times. It was great to see. It, it, he didn't hit a home run in his first at bat, but I did tell everybody that you should take, uh, the Phillies on the, uh, on the, in the, on the plus side of that game because Verlander just no Gouda in, uh, in big situations like that so far. It's just shocking. And so we get to the bottom of the ninth, two outs, Altuve singles, right? Jose Altuve singles. He steals second, close play. And then Jeremy Pena, the wunderkind shortstop from Houston, he hits a ball that looks like it's going to drop, which would have easily been a walk-off. But Nick Castellanos, 
for the second time this postseason, makes a diving, sprawling uh, catch to bring it to extras. I can't. I mean, this is a guy that is definitely not known for his glove. So yeah. to see him do that again was just unreal. Yeah, he had a great catch and uh, good for him. That was that was when you you were happy for him, right? Nobody expected him to do it. The probability of him doing it was low. And, uh, and you know, it shows what a guy, you know, a good athlete can do in big situations. Good for him. That, that, was, that was as good as catch as you're going to see. Top of the 10th, JT Real Muto homers off Luis Garcia. Goes right over the glove of Tucker, who, God, if he would have made that catch, what a game that would have been. I mean, just think about it. Two home runs, what, five, one, two, three, four RBIs, and he would have had the game-winning catch, but it's not to be. Bottom of the 10th, former Cub David Robertson, Traded to the Phillies at the uh, trade deadline. He gets Jordan Alvarez to strike out swinging. Alex Bergman doubles. Kyle Tucker strikes out. Yuil Gurriel walks. And so now Alamedes Diaz is up. There's a wild pitch that moves the runners to second and third. Okay. With just with two outs. And so uh, it, on a two and O count, another bit of controversy Diaz dives into the pitch. So the pitch is coming and he kind of pulls away, but he sees it's not going to hit him. And then he dips. He's got one of those uh, elbow guards and it hits his elbow and he's going to walk off to uh, first base. And the ump says, Nope, come on right back here. Not so and, fast, uh, my friend. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> and so that was a, that was called a ball, but he did not get to take his base. And then he grounds out to yeah. end the game. And now, so luckily, just, that that didn't, yeah, right. That did not play huge into the game, right? Exactly. So that could have been a massive controversy. Massive. Right. And, and here you go. Is is that the Astros always find themselves now into these things? Before the game, David Robertson talked about the 2017 garbage can cheating scandal, and you know, a lot of people are now trying, okay, to to, to whitewash history a little bit here with oh, well, you know, that was 2017 and most of the guys from that team are gone and it's new manager and it's Dusty and all this other stuff. And David Robertson said, I think the people who were involved in that situation still every day at some point have to realize what they did and live with the decisions they made. I will never get 2017 back. For those of you that don't remember, David Robertson was with the Yankees in the 2017 ALCS when the Astros beat David Robertson's Yankees. And so there's a lot of people that are still bitter about this team. And you have this, you know, you have Diaz diving into it. And then in addition, before game two, Tom Verducci reports that Martin Maldonado, former Cub, was using an illegal bat in game one. Now, Maldonado got the bat from Albert Pujols. The barrel of the bat is slightly larger than what's allowed. So in 2010, MLB changes the specifications on the bat. But for whatever reason, the league grandfathered the players that used those bats prior to 2010. So they didn't have to abide by those specs. So Pujols, since 2010, since they made that rule change, has been using this bat. Okay. And then Maldonado asked him for a couple bats. He got them. And then after the game, the umpires talked to Maldonado. And said, you can't use those. And so it's so wild. It's so wild. I, I, I don't get why you were going to allow somebody to not follow the rules for 10 years. Like, what's the point? You got to change your bat, change your bat. 
Well, now it makes Albert Pujols' little run there, right, to 700 look a little more. Just It's just nonstop with these guys. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it, to me, it, it's it just, you know, you're trying to look like you're playing clean, and, and, and you are trying to excise some of those demons from 2017, but it's just always something. And, and so, I mean, maybe they're just a good villain, you know? Maybe Houston's a good villain, and they should just embrace it and stop trying because nobody's ever going to forgive them for the trash can scandal. And every time they do something, it's going to be magnified. But well, this- in game two, Crowley, there's more of it, right? In game two, there's more of this uh, shenanigans, if you will. Right. And, and so in game two, you have Zach Wheeler versus Framber Valdez. Uh, bottom of the first, Altuve, Pena, Alvarez, I'll double. Yuli Gurriel reaches on a scoring error on Edmundo Sosa. So Houston's up 3 nothing after one inning. Bottom of the fifth, Alex Bregman homers. Uh, Torgon Alvarez along for the rides. Astros are up 5 nothing. Hey, the Phillies came back once. Could they do it again? Well, no. Gene Segura hit a sack fly for the Phillies. Castiano scores to make it 5-1. to one. In the ninth, Brandon Marsh reached on a fielding ale by Yuli Gurriel. Alex Bohm scores, and the Phillies trailed 5-2. to two. One thing that was funny is Kyle Schwarber hit two balls in the same at-bat that looked like home runs. One of them just went foul, a little bit to the right of the foul pole on the right field side. And then the very next at-bat, he I don't know what the exact measurements are, are it and it uh the uh Tropicana Field I don't think it's Tropicana Field anymore I don't know what they call it in Houston anymore but it was about one yeah it was the juice box for a while yeah right it was and wasn't it didn't it was Enron for a while yeah and so it was about a foot short from from going out there so you feel bad for them but uh you know it was I was watching the game and all of a sudden my phone just starts going off like just different notifications from different baseball friends and on Twitter uh, DMs and stuff like that. And they're saying, Crawley, look at Valdez. He keeps doing this after every at bat. He's doing something, right? So he's kind of like, like, kind of like reaching for like by his wrist and kind of rubbing his wrist a little bit, kind of playing with his dreads a little bit. He's doing all sorts of funky things. Right. And, 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 and all of a sudden after the game, um, Rob Ronson, the manager for the Phillies, was asked about it. This is what he had to say. And, and I know it's, I just got it from KG. All over Twitter, you know, the umpires check these guys after almost every inning, and, and if there's something going on, they won't be able to take care of it. But you saw it, and there was no concern in your mind. Yeah, but we saw it the last time we started to. All right. Well, you well, know, he's taking he, the high ground, right? I mean, what's he? What's he? What do you expect him to say or do? He's taking. He's taking the high ground, and um, I'm sure. I'm sure they're going to. If they get to him again, which I'm sure they're hoping they they face him again, because that'll mean that the series isn't wrapped up quicker. Um, I think they will try to do like a Buck Showalter type thing, right, where you stop the game in the middle. You have, you go out there, you check them, basically you get them frisked in front of God and everybody, and see what's what. Well, here's my issue here is that you know everyone made a big deal about Showalter doing that but if if we're talking about enforcing the rules and you're looking at these guys and some of these guys the problem we saw before was the spin rate right and so the spin rate's going up on these guys and and you can look at the data all right you can look at the data and you can see what's going on so if all of a sudden a guy has a spike in his spin rate why wouldn't you ask especially like i said if you're seeing the guy reaching 
doing stuff, grabbing thing. You know, it, it's not like it was cold. It's not like it was super hot out, right? Right. And in, so in a control in a, in a controlled environment, right? In a temperature right. temperature controlled situation. I mean, here, and, and this is the problem with baseball. Is it a rule or is it not a rule? And if it's a rule, like the the bat we're talking about, then enforce the damn rule. Right. All right. If, if you're going to be serious about this, I wouldn't make a big deal about it. But about, you know, I know that, you know, about getting frisked or something like that. But I would maybe call the home umpire right over there and, and maybe not do it during the inning. But as he's walking off, yeah, go ahead, you know. All right. So the series now, Crowley, it's 1-1, moving over to Philadelphia. And I'm going to uh, do my usual complaining about the schedule once again. I complained that they waited until Friday to get things going. Basically took a whole week off. I complained that they were scared of the NFL today on Sunday. So they played Friday, Saturday. This would be the first time ever that the World Series does not play a game on a Sunday. I'll complain again that there's no day baseball involved, not even on Saturday. So I think that's a mistake. And now, Crowley, we got game three on Monday. We got game four on Tuesday. And we got game five on Wednesday. Back to back to back as the series. Up, I think it's ridiculous that they're going to play three days in a row. Um, see, but that's to me that's uh, that's usually pretty normal, right? You go two on one travel, three, and then one off, and then you travel. So it's your. I don't have a problem with them playing three days in a row. I have a problem with the them three, delaying. Isn't this is all happening is because of football? Because on Thursday, they're again they they tried they avoided Thursday night football, so they only had to go up against football on the one day. It's just ridiculous right I don't think I, I, should so playing three I, days in a row it you should not play three days in a row when the stakes are this high in my opinion so, so I'll disagree with you on that one I would say that the mistake they made was not starting the World Series on Wednesday Absolutely. they should have started I, I totally they, agree with you yes they right should, but but played, but the right but the two three two thing that's been going on for as long as I can remember uh, with seven sure, games but I don't but I didn't remember that they played three games back to back to back yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it was when, you know, in 2016, it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The Cubs played here at Wrigley. Uh, this is actually today. Okay. We're recording on Sunday. This is the six-year anniversary of Game 5. So game five. they've always done yeah. that, yeah. Okay, but here, okay, I, I that I don't, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but a lot of things I say are ridiculous. We all know that. <laughs> okay, but 2-3-2, two, two, but then you give me Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's different than Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Right. right, and I, I'm saying and, for fans, for younger people, for the good of the sport, totally different than playing three games on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Right. I think what the idea obviously is is that you want to try to keep it as similar to regular baseball as possible, and, and not and if you have like a really good pitcher, the more rest huh. you give them, you may have two starters, three they starters. Should have done, they should have done. What we, they should have started. They should have, because it worked out that way. They could have been Wednesday, Thursday. They. They could have been Wednesday, Thursday. They could have taken off Friday. Then they could have been Saturday, Sunday, Monday. A hundred percent agree with you on that one. That, that that would have been the smart move. And that's yeah. and that was MLB screwing up again. And but so they're just afraid I, of football. They're so afraid of football that they did this. Yeah, it, it was it was a mistake. And and you know I know that it was Scott Boris who suggested the World Series at a neutral site, but I disagree with him on that. I thought the energy was electric at Houston. The fans were riled up you know and and i don't even i can't even imagine what it's going to be like in sand in uh philadelphia because the last time the phillies actually played uh the padres in the nl 
an LCS, it was they split the first two games, same as they did now. So the fact that the Phillies stole the game in Houston, especially that first game, I mean, that was a huge deal. So now you come back and, and, you know, you could, the Phillies could technically, if they won all three games, finish in Philadelphia. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I just got a feeling that that crowd is going to be absolutely amped up and, and electric and it's going to be on Halloween, which again is going to hurt TV ratings, of course, with kids trick-or-treating and, I don't know if people are going to be going out on yeah, Monday night. I know are, a lot I'm of saying, but out, parents but. are pulled in. Parents are pulled in 16 different directions. The kids are all going in different directions. Nobody's watching TV <laughs> on Halloween night. They're just outside of Philadelphia and outside of Houston. They just got other things to do. It's a one time a year thing. It's just ugh, they just they just don't they just don't get it. All right, Crowley. So when we get back together on Thursday. What do you think we're going to be looking at come Thursday? We could we we could have a World Series champion, but I would be shocked. But where do you see this series sitting after game number five? So I said that I saw the Astros winning in five. I'm going to change that to Astros in six. I think the game. I think they will go back to Houston, where Houston will wrap it up. All right. So you're going to have it three-two Houston. On Thursday, I'm going to have it three-two Phillies on Thursday. So, so you, you think the home cooking is going to make the difference? I hope so. I, I sure hope so. I, I don't know, obviously, but that's what uh, that's what I'll be cheering for. That's what I'll be rooting for. And uh, those Philly fans are going to be lathered up. They've got a seven and zero football team, Crowley, and they got a team playing in the World Series. Uh, it must be nice, Dustin. I don't know what that feels like, but. Um... I will tell you that, again, my heart is with Philly. I want the Phillies, and I want Carl, Kyle Schorber to win it all over again. So that's that's where my rooting interest lies. I still think that that, that Astros team is sure is deep and, and, and darn good. That's a wrap, Crowley. Season 1, Episode 46, Schwarber's Tacos. It's in the books, and uh, we've got a World Series at one game apiece. And don't forget to follow us for all the news on the World Series, the Cubs, and all things baseball as it breaks. You can follow us on Twitter at FlyTheW670 uh, and Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook at FlyTheW, and you can follow, you can email us at FlyTheW670 at gmail.com. Guo Schwarbino.